Welcome to the second half. I'm your host, Melanie Kenneman, and I'm excited to spend the next hour with you interviewing some of my favorite people in the world. Uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of weight in the first half of any game, and what they don't realize, it's actually in the second half. The things that you do, the actions you take, the mindset you have that sets you up to win or fail at anything that you do or at any game. I'm very, very, very excited to have this episode. I'm calling it Leadership and Life Lessons. Uh, this is a special episode I did, uh, and it's really geared towards anybody that's leading anything. So it's not just leaders of Keller Williams offices, it's anybody leading. And I celebrated this year 15 years straight of being a uh, executive team leader, which is a role in our company. And I invited 10 of my favorite people that have been in leadership roles all around the country to share this hour with you talking about leadership and life lessons. So listen in, grab your pen, and I hope you really enjoy this episode of The Second Half. I hand-selected some of my very dear leader friends from around the country. Uh, we have somebody who it's 5 a.m. their time in Hawaii right now and all across the country. And I want to, just want to share, we have somebody in an airport, we have somebody at a church. <laughs> that's, that's what leadership looks like. They're all around the country making impacts. And I'm really excited to share leadership and life lessons with you today. Um, you know, this week is a really big week for me. And so I did a special episode here where I really wanted to share some of my leadership journey journey and some of my from my friends as well because you know what leadership is is really a calling and uh you know usually I have a guest on the show and I'm just interviewing them so I wanted to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned along the way and I actually wrote something about that and I'm going to read that to you but before I do that I just want to introduce you to my amazing guests that are on the show with me so let's just go one by one and just introduce yourself where you're at right now what's your role like take just a, you know a minute or two and just tell us who you are so Lisa since you're furthest away uh in in, in Hawaii at 5 a.m bless you for being on this call. Why don't you uh, kick us off and introduce yourself? Good morning. Well, everybody, good morning slash afternoon. Thanks so much for having me. I am Lisa Teichner and I am in currently in Kula, Hawaii. And I am a team. Well, I was a team leader for the last seven and a half years. I actually just retired from the team leader role a couple of weeks ago and yeah it's it's exciting uh, it's been an interesting transition it's been great growth opportunity and i'm looking forward to being uh an op of a new a newly launching market center to be announced very soon very exciting well i'm excited to continue to watch your leadership journey you've done amazing work and i'm really excited to have you on the show so thanks for being here Thank you. all right jen lewis how about you dear Hi, I am at KWI right now in my new role as Director of Team Leader Community and Engagement. After spending two and a half years with Melanie and Diane and Mallory at uh, KW Austin Southwest, before that was a top agent for that in corporate. So it's it's been a journey and it's been fun. I'm excited to serve all of our team leaders. That's exciting. That's an exciting new role and, and well-deserved. And just, I'm excited to see what you do with that, with, with all of our amazing team leaders across the country. So welcome to the show, Jen Lewis. Thanks. Hey, partner, Diane, DJ Johnson. Why don't you tell the world who you are? 
Hey there. Good morning, y'all. Um, Diane Johnson, been with Keller Williams. It's going on 21 years now. Wow, amazing. I don't have the 15 years straight as team leader. I do have 17 years logged in as team leader, and I'm currently in Austin, Texas, um, OP of two market centers, still team leader of one and GM of three. So. Yeah, which is, for those of you that don't know, that's general manager who's kind of like helps pull everything together for the multiple offices. So yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and, you know, and Diane, I'm so happy you're here. Diane and I have been business partners for 11 and a half years. So I'm really, really excited for, uh, for you to be here. So thanks for making time for us. I'm excited to celebrate your anniversary. <laughs> it's a big party all hour long. I love it. Hey, David Jones, my dear, I've known you so long, my dear. Who are you? So uh, my name is David Jones. And first of all, congratulations. I don't know whether to say congratulations or what are you thinking for 15 years as a team leader? <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with you, right? <laughs> I, I don't know if uh, say uh, happy crazy day or happy congratulations. Uh, uh, it is a calling. So my name is David Jones and I've known Melanie a long time as team leaders, even when she was, uh, she, she actually took cousin Jenny's place as team leader in Reno. That's when I got to know her. My cousin was a team leader there. And so I'm a bold coach and an OP and I've been a team leader. I've been with KW for uh, 20 years. So uh, it's my pleasure to be here and an honor to be with all these uh, all these ladies, actually. I'm just one of the ladies today. I know we really, we really appreciate you taking one for the team here and, and, and having some male representation. So I didn't realize how one-sided I was, but you just fit right into that group. So, and where are you now? You're at an airport, right? So, well, in bold fashion, I'm at an airport. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as, as a great bold coach, I actually drove to the airport so y'all could feel, feel like I was being really a bold coach sitting yeah. at the airport. No, I'm transitioning. So <laughs> I love it, David. Thank you so much for being here. Tanya, let's, how about, let's go to you. Good morning, and thank you so much for having us on here. Um, I'm Tanya Toops. I have uh, been with KW for 17 years. I love that that's kind of a common theme here. We've all been with KW for a while. So 17 years with the company, and I'm in my eighth year as team leader. Um, I'm in Louisiana, Baton Rouge area. I'm in a little sub, my market center is in a suburb called Prairieville, but we're in the greater Baton Rouge area. And um and I am, I have multiple roles that I, that I cover, but mainly team leader. I've been in that role for a while, transitioned from agent to team leader and kind of like many of you didn't know that I would stay in this role as long, but it's because of other people like you that we're able to learn leadership lessons and, and uh, persevere, right? So thanks for having me. I love it. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Mallory, let's go to you. Yeah. Hey, everyone. I'm Mallory Mundy. I am one of the team leaders here in the most beautiful city, Austin, Texas. And I've been a team leader for three years. And I actually just celebrated my two-year anniversary as team leader of Southwest Market Center yesterday. So congratulations. Not 15. It feels like it, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do have that running joke that it's like seven years, right? So, so it's like dog years. So you're really going on 21. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Happy anniversary, Melanie. Oh, thanks so much for being here. All right, Michelle. Hey, everybody. Michelle Bibbis. I was uh, born under a desk at Keller Williams International and uh, have been here forever and have done all the roles except MCA because that's just crazy. But you kind of did MCA for a little while. Yeah, I was pseudo MCA, but hats off to the MCAs. They're, they're really the powerhouses behind the entire thing. But um, yeah, now I work as the team leader in Northwest and uh, happy, happy, happy 15 years, Melanie. 
Oh, you're so sweet. You know, um, and Michelle and I've worked together for a long time, known each other for a very long time. And it's just, it's fun to have her on the show. Her mom is Sharon Gibbons, who was actually Gary Keller's first hire. And so uh, like as an administrative, like she's been the MCA leader and I, I love, uh, she brings a lot of value. So thanks for being on the show. How about Karen Prawl? Melanie, happy anniversary. It's because of you that I stayed in the role. I'm, I'm quite sure. So uh, I am an OP, I was an agent. Um, I'm a leadership fundamentals instructor. I do lots of lots of little things. 20 years with KW, started as a rookie agent, just like most of these other amazing leaders. And I, and I realized the common denominator of these leaders, and I know most of them fairly well, is humility. Mm. And the, the freedom to feel safe, to ask questions, reach out for help, because I think that's, that's a key, key trait that's necessary to succeed at a high level. That's so true. That's so true. I love that. I'm so glad you made it on the call. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much. Ashley Lunn. Good morning. Thank you, Melanie. We share an important week. This is also my anniversary week. Uh, yes, happy anniversary. Years. August 1st, 2005, I Yay. became a team leader and was for 10 years. Uh, in 2015, I transitioned into the OP role and now am a multiple market center OP. Um, also with Karen, leadership fundamentals instructor. My passion at this point in my KW journey is teaching career visioning and leadership fundamentals. Um, and it's been a great ride. I look on here and I go, oh my God, this feels like a Zoom high school reunion. Hundreds. Um, so many of us literally grew up together. I can remember feeling like I was just a child coming into the role with many of you on here, including you, Mel. Yeah, absolutely. It was because of a happy hour that you hosted for team leaders in Austin that I met Ashley and many of the people here. I mean, I don't remember how long ago it was. I love that. Uh, and the shared memories and, and the journeys, uh, many, many of the people on this call um, have helped me through really critical, crucial, devastating moments. Uh, and it's, uh, I, can we do this every morning? Just start every single morning with this particular group. <laughs> yes. Um, also, look behind me. You remember that shared experience? Can you see it? Oh, Diane. Uh, there was a group of about seven of us that went to New York City and saw Wicked together and, and shared lots of tears and hankies. Yeah. So anyway, mm -hmm. love you, ladies. Uh, love you, David. You are the smartest man in the room. <laughs> You know, that's so cute. And you know, you think about that Wicked experience. If you guys have watched Wicked, that song for good, right? Uh, that That is such a beautiful song. And it reminds me of all of our relationships together. So that's really cool, Ashley. I'm so, so, so happy you're here. And and I just appreciate your time. And last, but certainly, certainly not least, the woman who's in the church, Miss <laughs> Jennifer. Good morning. Um, I am Jennifer uh, if you look at my Facebook, Jennifer Reader Tumor Hay, <clears throat> I have horrible, horrible lighting today and probably an <laughs> echo because uh, this is not my preferred method of Zoom. But we are here in Birmingham, Alabama, launching Bold for the first time since 2019. We've got about 227 agents out there for first step, and I'm excited to see what's happening there. Um, and get back to, to bold in person. Um, I've been with the company as an, I've been an agent since 2002. I was in Anchorage, Alaska in 2007. I joined Keller Williams Alaska Group as an agent, ALC member, um, 
one of the, you know, did about, as a single agent, did about 80 to 100 homes a year, depending on the year. And in 2011, I got the joy of following the illustrious Cody Gibson, who was my team leader. I um, took over his role as team leader in Alaska Group when he moved to Portland. And I was a team leader there for three and a half years. We grew the market center and had great experience. And then I came to Birmingham, Alabama to be with my family and take um, an opportunity slash train wreck here in the state. <laughs> um, that's what went, opportunity really means. You do know that, right? When you get an opportunity, it's, oh yeah, that's yeah. what it means. <laughs> yeah, I, I speak KWisms, so I knew what that meant. Um, and I've been here now, got here in June of 2014 and finished just past an eight year anniversary. And I love being a team leader. Um, honestly, I, I've got a lot of ambitions and a lot of plans. Leaving this role is not one of them at this point in time in my life. Can't say that forever, but I love, I love what we do. And I'm grateful for these relationships. Many of you that I know personally, not all of you, um, that have helped me through the leadership challenges, the ups and the downs and the wins and the, and the losses. So it's great to be here with y'all today. Oh, I love it so much. Thank you. You guys are amazing people. I hope you guys can see and feel that if you don't know these people, you should know these people. They're amazing. Um, the reason I pulled this together is, like I said, it marks 15 years of being a team leader for me, three locations. So I started my career in 2006. I, I joined the company 16 years ago as a new agent. Ten months later, I was team leader. I did that in Reno for three and a half years. Uh, took it to number one in the city and then moved to Austin to partner up with Diane Johnson. And we ran the Southwest Market Center flagship for nine and a half years together. We went from 500 to over 900 agents and uh, I became OP five years ago. And then COVID hit and uh, Gary was had this vision for the city. And so he asked me to go north. And so we're playing citywide. So our three offices, North, South and Lake Travis play really well together. And it's been a whole nother level of leadership, honestly. And uh, I've learned more in the last two years than my whole career. So I really wanted to share the leadership and life lessons that I wrote because I, I wrote this and I know I shared it with my guests, but I want to set it with that. And then what I've asked my guests to do is share an additional leadership lessons because guys, whether you're leading an office or you're leading your team or you're leading your family, I mean, leadership touches everybody, right? This is not just for people that are leading Keller Williams offices. Leadership touches everybody. And so I just wanted to share this uh, with you today. Here's, here's what I wrote. I call it leadership and life lessons so far. A team leader story 15 years in and three market centers later by Melanie Kenneman. So I've had a lot of conversation and important lessons this week about leadership. Coming up shortly on August 1st of this year, I'll be celebrating 15 years straight of consistently leading Keller Williams offices. There's a handful of us long timers, but we are definitely the minority or the Jedis. When you consider the average TL lasts under three years, and my plan was never to be in this world this long, it makes me proud to say that. Whichever way you would look at it, it's something to celebrate. So that's why we're doing this today. So thank you guys for celebrating here with me. We joke that one year as a team leader is like seven years. So it's more like my 105th anniversary if you do the math. Um, I began my career back in Reno where I was only 10 months into selling real estate and building my new career. I love this company and what it stands for. I knew immediately that I wanted to be a team leader. It felt like all the leadership roles in my life leading up until that point had prepared me for the challenge. Before that, I'd been running film sets in Germany in a new culture and another language. So after coming back to the United States after living nine years abroad, it seemed like a walk in the park to learn a new profession called real estate. 
I mean, what could be harder than learning German at the age of 26 and leading film crews in a new language? My whole life has been a leadership journey. It started very early on in high school for me. I was that person who was not afraid to step up to the plate when something needed to be said or a message needed to be delivered. If the status quo wasn't necessarily the best thing moving forward, I wasn't afraid to question it or pivot. That there were problems out there that I knew we could fix and that it would take all of us to make it happen. I wanted to show up as that courageous person who had put themselves out there to gamble on the chance that positive change could potentially follow. Whatever I ended up doing professionally, I wanted to impact people for the better. Game on is how I saw it. My voice was strong from early on. I joined Keller Williams as a new agent and stepped in the team leader role 10 months later. I was nervous and excited all at once. Leadership and leading teams or individual people was nothing new for me, uh, but what was new was learning how to run a multi-million dollar company. Having to succeed through others became the most fun and challenging thing ever for me. I knew how to work with a team and lead a team and win with others, but this was different. My background in film and working with all kinds of personalities from directors and actors, uh, or from my high school leadership days performing musically and helping set up Students Against Driving Drunk chapters all around Northern Nevada to raise awareness of a huge problem all had prepared me for this. So many excellent leadership and life lessons started very early for me and I was ready. So when I started with Keller Williams as a team leader, I was hungry for the challenge. I knew this company could make a huge impact on people's lives and I knew I was in for a really exciting ride and wanted to be part of it. I just had no idea that I would still be doing this 15 years later. Oh my goodness, it's crazy to even say it. I'm very entrepreneurial and hard to keep down if you know me. Highly creative, independent, and really like my flexibility. So the fact that I still lead KWA offices in different capacities 15 years later speaks volumes to the company that I keep. But truly, in the last two years, since being asked to relocate my efforts to my third KW office, KW Austin Northwest, during a global pandemic, I honestly have had two of the most challenging years of my entire career. Guess I wasn't done learning yet. Here are my eight leadership lessons to share with you that I learned along the way. So my lesson number one is be authentically you. Um, when I stepped into the team leader role, part of me felt I had to become something else, something other than what I naturally and authentically was. I had no idea how in the world I would ever recruit somebody in this company. I smile thinking of the thousands of amazing conversations I've had and the people who've joined since that thought. What I didn't realize is that understanding people is exactly what recruiting is all about and what leading people and an office is all about, growing people. So in the first year of being in the team leader role, I truly believed and tried to be that square fitting into a triangle. I pushed and I pressed and I worked harder and longer than anybody. I was determined to make a huge impact on the Reno Market Center in the entire city. And although I had a lot of success my first year and was recognized with all kinds of awards and accolades, I still wasn't at full capacity. And then I realized I was trying to be something that I wasn't. I'd forgotten that I was highly creative, fun, entertaining, and all those unique pieces that make me who I am. So I started having more fun at work. I started pulling out my camera and interviewing agents way before that was cool. Oprah of KW, remember I always say that. I decided I was going to be creative again and have fun and laugh and win all at the same time. The moment I made that decision is the moment my breakthrough happened. I recruited the Nevada State Real Estate Commissioner to be our broker. I recruited an amazing husband and wife team from a local competitor that I'd been told they'll never come. And the list goes on. It was a game changer. I became Melanie Owen Kenneman, not a version of me, but the real me. And my success skyrocketed. So my number one lesson to you is to embrace who you are. Don't be someone else. Don't try to be something you're not. 
embrace being you. In fact, I ended up working with that office, taking us to number one in our city, number one in our region and number 21 in all of Keller Williams during one of the hardest real estate markets in history. Why? Because I was not afraid to be me and lead with my heart and authenticity and build amazing people and careers around me. Lesson number two is leadership is an inside job, inside out job. When you think about leadership, what comes to mind? For each of us, it's a little tiny bit different. And that's key to the leadership conversation. It's like the people on the airplane. We all know the story about the oxygen mask, right? First, the mask on yourself, and then you can help others. Well, that's leadership. Until you're leading yourself on the inside, how can you truly lead others on the outside? So leadership really starts with you. How are you growing? How are you leading? Who are you being every single day? So my lesson number two is master the art of being the best you within and leading yourself. Once you've done that, then the next challenge begins with leading others. But don't skip the leading yourself part. You'll never truly lead others until you can lead yourself. Uh, and, and a little secret here is leading others is actually about serving others. So lesson number three, learn from your mistakes and go for it. I've been asked many times in interviews, what's the biggest mistake that was made or that I made that I would do differently if I could? Or I rephrase it to say, what would Melanie today say to the earlier version of Melanie? There are a few here. First off, never allow other people's opinions to define who you are. Sometimes you think bigger than those people around you. And when that keeps happening, you realize you're not with the right people. This is exactly why I ended up relocating my family 11 and a half years ago to Austin, Texas, to be in a new room with bigger thinking leaders. The second part of this is to never be afraid to be your best self. You can be kind, generous, loving, and still have amazing success. In fact, you may even have a greater success by being so. But when you lead with your heart, you also leave yourself open for some rough days and disappointments. I had a lot of those this year. This year. So what I decided that it's okay if not everybody agrees where you're going. And you're going to make mistakes, a lot of them. What is important, though, is that your vision is clear and that you let no one minimize the vision of what you see as possible. Those are just roadblocks. This is a powerful lesson. Those of you who are like me, you get this one. Make sure you have a voice at the right table and find your people. Lesson number four, never let a position or title define you. Positions come and go, and many get so hung up in titles. What matters most is how you show up the impact and difference you make with the people that you lift or encourage along the way. I myself have experienced the same exact thing. No matter what position you're in, you have to earn the right and trust from your people. Be patient with that, even though it's not in our DNA sometimes. That takes time, so give them that. I remember when I moved to Austin and left my Reno Market Center, that was so tough for me. And again, two years ago, I truly loved those agents You know where I was. And any time you make a move, you have to earn the right to lead again. So have patience in the process and believe in the bigger why of your efforts, no matter who or what tries to derail or dismiss you. How you handle a crisis or a challenging situation when someone may have a target on your back is totally in your control. The truth will always reveal itself when your intentions are good. So stay at your level and time will reward you for that. And it goes the other way as well. Don't judge people by what you hear about them from others. Listen to them especially if you trust the source, but yet make up your own mind as you lead and teach people how to treat you. Be open and trust your own perspective and your own filter. They may show you up completely different for you than someone else. Has happened to me so many times because if you show up as your best self, um, you often get that in return. 
It may take some time, but this is one of my favorites in leading people because they are just awesome. Lesson number five, if you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? This is the, the one thing Gary Keller would always say that I didn't quite grasp into the last six years or so. What does that even mean? Where are you going to live? Think about it. What do you eat? What are your habits for sleeping and how much water do you drink or how do you manage stress in your life? Having your health is one of the greatest gifts you can have. Hard to enjoy life without it. Don't allow working all the time and neglecting your health to jeopardize taking care of you. It's not worth it and the price and sacrifice is way too high. When's the last time you did something for your health? If it's not already, I hope this makes it to the very top of your list. Surround yourself with people who can help you if you aren't taking care of you. You may notice it, you may not notice it right away, but if you neglect it too long, you'll pay a high price later on. Lesson number six, hire people more talented than you. I've heard this again and again and even taught it, yet never truly experienced it until this week. One, and now it's been a month, 15 years in. The last two years, I have felt like a surgeon who has been needed in the ER due to life circumstances. And I've played all in and I've taken on many, many more things because that's what you do in leadership. Tough times and staff members coming and going for different reasons. And this week, Brooke Caldwell Mailer started as our new MCA, which is a market center administrator. She's asked me all week, why are you doing this or that? And I've got this. I feel like the actual ER doctor has finally arrived and I get to go back to my specialty. I've been telling this analogy to people and I, ironically, I met an ER doctor last night who was the coolest lady. That's how I feel about Brooke joining our team. Once you've seen an amazing hire, your world changes and it elevates everything. True talent will add so much to the team and bring in massively a massive accountability. Um, so look at your team and ask, who are you missing in your world? It also reminded me that relationships are so key. Had Brooke and I not already uh, had such great chemistry and connection over the years, this may or may not come into uh, fruition. So just like anything in life, go for the best person in the role and see what happens in your world. Lesson number seven, don't put things off that matter to you. Not to your company or to your business, but to you personally. When I have this, I'll do that. No one's time is guaranteed. Build those things that matter to you and to your world today. Find a way. Want to start a podcast or go volunteer in some third world country? Start creating a plan to bring that into your world. It doesn't have to come later. Starting my podcast, the second half, has brought me so much fulfillment and has helped me impact and amplify, as Wendy Papazan always tells me, more people. And all career visioning classes I teach raise money for something I care about. That makes my heart happy. Stop putting off things for later as that's never a guarantee. Take that trip or sing that song. And the last lesson, lesson number eight, is leadership can be lonely the higher you go, but it doesn't have to be. I always have strived greatly to never appear that I had favorites as a leader. And I don't when it comes to business decisions. And then I realized that many of these agents have become my best friends over the years. And I'm a better person because of these friendships. So embrace the amazing people in your life. And as long as you are fair and treat everyone with kindness and respect, you absolutely should let people into your world. You may actually be a, a better leader when you have allies who know you and love you that are surrounding you, fighting a good fight with you. And although you may still carry burdens and have to make tough decisions, having friends around you make it all so much more, the more meaningful. That was a game changer for my mental health. So may you be the best and happiest more days than not authentic self. May you take great care of your health, 
reminding yourself that you are so much more than just whatever title or job or position you hold right now, and that this is your story and your adventure, and that you are a beautiful gift to the world. So thank you for letting me read that to you. That was such a cathartic thing for me to write about. And so when I was thinking about just doing something to honor, you know, you have to take time to celebrate, right? We all run so fast. So taking time to celebrate this for me personally, 15 years was like, wow, if I could make it to 15 years, that'd be extraordinary. I never really thought I would. So, so I asked my friends here to join us because they also have so many great leadership and life lessons. And I would love to hear from each of my guests on a, on a lesson that you would like to share today. So does anyone want to go first? You know, it's, it, it's interesting to think about, but, and you mentioned this already, Melanie, but we've heard this many, many times at Keller Williams, success through others, right? And you, know, you have to observe that Gary Keller is never on stage by himself. He always has a Jay Papazan, a Ruben. He has talent on the stage with him. And I think that that's the best lesson. Gary is always modeling behavior, right? And when you surround yourself with great people, it enables you to stay in your lane and do the things that you're most passionate about, right? So it's been a journey. Um, and it's really hard for some of us to let go of control on certain things, but you've got, when you surround yourself with talent, you have the ability to let go. Uh, you've got to trust, you've got to let people stumble. Um, you've got to let them grow and be on a growth journey and then coach and consult and help them raise up, raise their game. Right. So I think that's really the big one. And I have, a, I have a number two that's kind of easy, but, yeah, go for it. but, but leaders make things more simple, not more complicated. And I'll always remember my first coach, golly, in 2002 was Alexandra Chrisman. And I, I don't know if uh, Ashley Mine remembers too. her. She yeah. was my coach too. Yeah. And, and you know, as, as a, as a team leader in a launching market center, there were three, three staff members, myself, front desk and MCA. And I was also the broker. And I remember always being in a state of overwhelm. And Alexandra brought this simple lesson to me when we were hearing from stage, you know, lead generate for two to three hours a day. And I would be like, that is not possible. The 80% has to still be taken care of. And she's like, you know what? Every day, once you've set two appointments, you have permission to go on and handle other things. And for me, that was such a simple, like, ooh, breath of relief, right? Just, okay, I can do that. And I think that's a great lead generation message for our agents as well, right? Oh, so. I love that. That is so good, DJ. That is so good. Absolutely. Love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. So good. I'm so happy you're here. Okay, who wants to go next? Do you mind if oh. I go ahead and go? Can go for I it. jump in? Yes. Because part of being a leader is you have to make sacrifices and I need to be present with my people right now in bold. So I'm going to jump the, jump the line and, and um, go first. Um, I think the biggest thing that I have learned in leadership is doing, setting aside time on a daily basis, five minutes, four minutes to do a gut check um, internally. My leadership should never be about me. It should always be about others. I need to examine every word choice, I, every word I use, whether it's verbally, whether it's written, whether it's social media, um, 
I should, con- the, the greatest leaders constantly deflect back to the people that they are leading, you know, unless it's a mistake. And when it's a mistake, we take the credit and we own it. And, and when it's not our mistake, we still take the credit for the mistake and we own it. The only time I get to shine is when we screw up. The rest of it is about everyone else. And I, in real estate particularly, it's fascinating to me because it's a, it's a business that requires self-promotion. You, you have to promote yourself. That is what our agents have to do. They become the product. So finding the tenuous balancing um, tightrope walking act of telling our story as a market center, um, as leaders, and never letting the story be about us, but always making sure the story is about our people or our company or our leadership team, everybody but me. So every single time I make a post, I write something that I have the time, I go back and I read it again. And I say, who am I trying to highlight here? Who am I trying to to put in in the forefront? And I think um, over the long haul, the humility of a leader will bring longevity and effectiveness. So that is my um, thought that I thought I would bring to this conversation and share. That is so beautiful. In fact, that is so 100% accurate from you. I couldn't even find a picture of you for my little collage because you don't ever post pictures of yourself. And uh, and you you are very much so a, a very humble leader who leads with humility. And we appreciate you taking time out of bold to be with us today. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for having me. I love you all very much. We love you more. Thanks for being here. Okay, who wants to be next? I'll go. I'll, I'll go, Mel. Um, I, I love Jen. We we uh, got to know each other from uh, running a panel with Mo on the ALC years and years ago. Um, and she's always led like that. But it, it caused me to think about probably my my greatest leadership lesson in this role. And that there's two, two things I want everybody to take away. Number one, um, it's easy for us to look around our organizations and pinpoint the things that are wrong and expect the leaders we're following to step in and fix it. And I'm gonna say as a, as a leader in Keller Williams in the team leader role or in the OP role, don't look anywhere else. If you've identified something that is, is off or wrong, it's on you to step up and, and be part of the solution. Um, with that, run towards fire. <laughs> uh, anytime we say, ah, I can't deal with that today, it only gets bigger for tomorrow. So That's run scary. towards every single issue. And then lastly on that, um, I believe at a certain point in our leadership journey, we lose the luxury of making decisions that are only for our best benefit. And we have to realize um, we have to make the best decisions for the collective around us. Uh, And the leaders that don't do that, we all can probably identify um, the ones that do, that that are that self-sacrificing servant leader are the ones I continue to follow. So that's who I wanna be as a leader. I love that. And, and we role model that with our ALC, right? With our agent leadership councils, right? Because we teach them the same thing for all the decisions we're going to make in this room. It's for the greater good, not for our personal businesses and stuff like that, right? So it's just a trickle effect. And I think that's such an amazing, important lesson. And I love that you said that about um, if you have a problem, be, you know, help be the solution. And when you see fire, run towards it, because that is so true, right? Because it just gets, it doesn't go away. It's not like you just avoid it and it goes away, right? That Those were amazing, amazing. I love you, my friend. Thank you for being on here. Love you too. All right, Jen Lewis, you had something. 
I do. I, I loved what you had to say, Melanie. I think um, I was looking at lesson number two and three, leadership is an inside out job and learn from your mistakes. And to me, I think one of the most convicting and humbling things is as a leader, you've never arrived. You are always in training. You are always learning. You should always be educating yourself from the inside out. And I heard this quote recently in a book I'm reading, Adam Grant's um, uh, Think Again. And the purpose of learning isn't to affirm our belief, it is to evolve our beliefs. And I think as leaders every day, we're looking to evolve our beliefs and looking to learn from those around us and teach people how to think differently. And I just really love that. And there's one more quote from this that was really convicting. Um, and that pride, so going back to humility, pride breeds conviction and our convictions can lock us in a prison of our own thinking. And what a powerful release. The key to um, that release is education and growing and learning. And as a leader, that's what we get to do every day. So I'm just so grateful to be in a job where that's expected of me. <laughs> How wonderful is that, right? I mean, yeah, I love that. Those are beautiful. Those are some great quotes too. Thanks so much, Jen. All right, I'll go, Melanie. Go for it. So first of all, Liz, thank you for letting me be the uh, lone male with this amazing group of ladies that I've seen grow and uh, as Ashley said, growing together. And congratulations on your 15 years uh, and for your loyalty and leading by example and showing that you can stay loyal to a company and grow infinitely. Uh, you're an example that we should all look to. Um, so uh, I can only find five little small bullet points here that you. I just wanna say copy on yours. And uh, number one is who you surround yourself matters. I think we hear that a lot. And my subtitle on that one is don't be fooled by uh, uh, false leaders. Don't be fooled by people who have the facade of leadership that have money. Um, be careful who you follow, what, what appears to be success. If it's all about them, that's not really leadership. That's them just um, being about them. So, you know, who you sur uh, surround yourself matters, who you're in business with matters. And are they really being true leaders to learn from? Number two is um, people don't follow you because of the skills you have, the talents you have or even your intelligence. You said uh, hire people that are more talented or intelligent than you. I, I think I've mastered that game. Um, and uh, they follow you because of your vision. They follow you because of who you are and your values. Um, you know, I wouldn't be bold if I didn't say be, be, do, have, or be, do, achieve. Um, they follow you because of just who you are, uh, whether, whatever it is. Everybody can be and is a leader in some portion of the building at all times. Uh, even the people that are the quiet ones. Um, number three, and I learned this from a great man named Tony DeCello, is be a great listener. Um, and that's not just the words. Um, listen to their body, listen to what they're not saying, you know, what's going on between there. Uh, number four is wise leaders create um, more leaders. And they don't create other leaders to keep them under their wing. They create leaders and let them fly. And we have a lot of times we have this big fear of hiring talent because they're just going to leave me. They're going to leave me. They're going to leave me. Uh, probably my biggest pride in my whole world is I look at all these people that are leaders, bold coaches, OPs, TLs that have been bold with, been done bold. I've got so many people that have come out of bold and now bold coaches. And that's just an honor Amazing. to watch that. And then, yeah, yeah I, I just really was one of my proudest things. I see all these bold guys just smile. Yeah, and, uh, awesome. you know, Dusty, you know, I see Dusty as director of bold now. And, you know, he was, uh, I remember he's a red shirt. He's killing it. He's an amazing job. Yeah, um, awesome. great director. Number five, and this is the last one is, um, Anyone can make a change at any time in their life, no matter what they've had in their life. You've had four failed businesses. You've had four failed relationships. You've had 
you know, multiple whatever at any time. I think you only need three things. This is David only. Is I think you need to have empathy that you know you need to understand and um, understand what what you do, how it affects others. Number two, you got to be able to self reflect, and then the last part is don't be stuck on who you are. Um, you know, is who you are today is not going to get you where you are tomorrow. So, um, what don't get stuck on who you are. If you can figure out those three things, I think anybody can grow. So, thank you for letting me be a part of this, Melanie. Oh, those were so good, David. You just, you know, you are just such a gift to all of us. We we love your energy. We can't wait to have you in Austin again soon, hopefully for Bold too. We it's, it's time to have you back. All I'll right. Go, I'll go next because I want to follow what David said, if that's okay. And you said something, David, that I think is perfect. It's like people will follow you because of who you are and how you show up. And honestly, Melanie, I kind of want to just circle this back to you and say, as I read your message the other day and then listened to it again, you're so authentic and so transparent and to know you is to love you. And so I have followed you since I became a team leader. I, you were my muse. I was like, I want to be Melanie when I grow up as a team leader, you know? So I think what you said, David, is so true. Um, so, but I think my lesson when I was reflecting on this, and this has come to pass very recently, and, and I think it always does, um, as leaders, it's our job to meet others where they are and not where we expect them to be. And that goes for our employees, our agents, our students, even our family and friends. So often we want people to be in a different place mentally in their thoughts or business. And, but it's our job to figure out where they are and help them to get to that next place. Um, and then I think just kind of on that, I think Mallory said it, or maybe Jen, but you know, it's that, that balance of humility. And so often we want to share our knowledge with them, but it's got to be done with a balance of, you know, delicate balance of grace and grit. And which I think is also humility and confidence, like knowing that you can share your knowledge without it sounding very condescending or, um, you know, like lecture style, I guess. Um, so, and then I have one other little small one that I think I live day to day is that as leaders, we have so many decisions to make and we have to reflect back to godly wisdom for that and go into prayer and reflect and, and every every journey every step i mean we make so many decisions as leaders every day um and just taking a moment to pause jennifer said it earlier but um just pausing to to think and pray on that so oh that's so beautiful and you know tanya when you and i got to know each other you came and shadowed me for a day right and, yes. and, and you were uh you had just had the floods in baton rouge Right. And I don't know if you know this, but I fell more in love with you that day than you probably learned from me because of your big heart. And you were telling me all the things that you guys had done for your people. And that was such an amazing, to me, that was leadership in action because it was all about how, how you were helping your people and what you guys had to do when, you know, when a flood or a catastrophe happens, that's where real leadership shows up. You know, when times get tough, that's where real leadership shows up. And so the minute I met you and, and you shared that with me, what you guys had all the action you'd taken in Baton Rouge. I mean, I think you're a phenomenal leader and I'm, I'm just oh, so happy to have you as a friend that. on the show. That means a lot. Thank you. Oh, okay. Who's next? I'll go next. Oh. Melanie, I, we, our energy is very similar and we were attracted to each other immediately. Right. And I think authentic, good-hearted people attract authentic, good-hearted people right? And when you stay in integrity with who you are, even though you might veer, like I veered and, and realize is, is alignment with core values and who you are as a person is essential. And I also am so grateful for the lessons of patience that people have had with me 
in this company as a leader who did know my heart, who, who allowed me to sort through maybe slower than others or faster than some, but slower than most people I would imagine that allowed me the grace to then figure out who I am. And it took a while, but I, I think our company gives a gift and KW, I came in as a realtor and it made me a business owner, which I essentially know that no other company has taught me that, right? And the freedom of making decisions. So I can say, you know what, that's not for me, right? And how many opportunities, because you're entrepreneurial, you like to do a lot of things and we embrace it. And, yeah. and so I think getting back to the core of just loving people who they are and meeting them where they are um, has an emotional intelligence has, has been, been a key component for all these lessons. I just, I, I judge a leader by how many other leaders they've made. So when David was referencing all the bold coaches and things like that too, is who follows you? Because people don't leave companies, they leave people, right? Yeah. People uh, are looking for leaders and, and we get an opportunity to, to be better every day. Yeah. It's so good. So good. And you've, you've won, worn many hats, right? And it's just impressive to see how you keep going and keep lifting and, and you always take people with you and inspire them. And I love having you on here. I'm, I'm so proud of you. I'm you so know. proud of you too. <laughs> you know, you go back to the back in the day when you were starting out as a new team leader and, and oh, here you are today. It's just fun. I call to Melanie, Amarillo, hey, Melanie Campbell, assistant team leader, Amarillo, Texas. I need help. And I would label like name off like 53 things. But thank God for her, because that's one thing I say to people that come from us from other companies. You will never, ever call someone and ask for help and then say, you know, I'm not going to help you. That just doesn't exist in our culture. All right, Mallory, what you got? Yeah, so I'm, I'm loving all of these lessons, and I think we all feel them in certain ways and in different ways and different times of our life. And I remember being asked a question before I came back to KW, they said, who are the leaders you look up to? And I rattled off names just off the top of my head. And I look at the person I'm having this conversation with. And I said, they're all with Keller Williams. And I'm obviously at the wrong company. <laughs> so I came back and, you know, I struggled so much at that point in my life because I thought leadership looked in, in one way. I thought it fit in one box and, I started realizing we're all different. We lead differently. And if you're really true to your heart and true to who you are as a person while continuing to grow, you, you're powerful and, and your power can do a lot of things for all different types of people with, even if you don't know it, or if you don't know what you're doing for these people. And, and if you come into the office every day and you have that, that vision of, I want to impact someone in one way or the other, whether I know it or not, you know, you're a leader and helping other people do that too. And KW just changed my life and being surrounded by, you know, our Austin leaders, but being in this group now, it's just, it makes me really grateful to be here and to be a part of this conversation with high level people who understand, you know, the impact that our position has as team leaders, but the impact that our agents make every single day in our communities and, and what, the company has done for all of us. So it's been an amazing ride so far. And it's just, just trying to stay true to who I am and, and follow my heart every day. Well, congratulations on two years in Austin and three yeah. years in the team leader role. I'm, I've known that for years, darling, and I'm so proud of you and, and the way you show up. I'm, I'm super proud of you. Thank you for all that you bring. And thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle, you want to go next? Absolutely. 
Um, so a couple of them, I just have a few, but um, be the compassionate witness for others. So you don't necessarily have to be the one that fixes it or saves them or teaches them a lesson. You can just be a compassionate witness to somebody. And a lot of times that's what people need, um, especially right now. And then also be a compassionate witness to the story they're telling themselves. And this, um, I have this a lot in a in all the roles. So it can be to people that are um, over you. It can be to people that are peer to you. It can be people, it can be your children. Because a lot of times the stories that we tell ourselves are way more impactful than the event itself. And so having that conversation and then finding out what is the story you're telling yourself around that event and then being a compassionate witness to that and then helping if you can. And then, you know, not if that's not going to, if they're not ready to receive it, um, create a tribe. I mean, this group of people right here is a tribe for Melanie. And I love that. And I love that she has that. And I love that we all have each other, you know? And so create a tribe of people that you can ask the hard questions to, that you can be very vulnerable with and that you can just, you know, get in the ditch with. That's what I call it. But just, you can cry with, you can share the bad stuff. You can share the wonderful stuff. That's even more important, but um, have a tribe. And then um, find out what's important to everybody who's around you and help them reach their goal. Because when did you say that again? Oh, <laughs> she didn't quite catch that. Could you say that again? <laughs> Siri wants to know about it. But yeah, so if you're helping them reach their goals, most likely you're going to reach your goals. And then lastly, let your light shine and give others the permission to do the same. Mm. I think that is so important to be very purposeful about letting them let their their light shine and um because everybody has something inside that's amazing and the more that we let other people's light shine the more that they're going to be have an impact on the world and that's what really everybody wants in the long run oh girl i love that one i couldn't love that more you know you think about think about all the agents we get to work with right and you and they've got maybe they've got a little flame and if we can somehow grab something that we're like you know uh, making it bigger so their light shines even brighter that's what we do every day as leaders right is to help people shine their brightest light and giving them permission to do so i'm so glad you mentioned that one that is one of my favorites lisa go for sure. it Thank you. Yeah, I love what Michelle just said about letting your light shine. And I think of us as similarly, it's like bridge builders. You know, we build bridges and we help people across it from one way to a better way. And that's so cool about leadership. What I wanted to share was um, about being a great collaborator. I, I mean, you talked about self-leadership earlier and how important it is to lead yourself. And I think you have three choices as a self-leader. One is to do it your way, which is where a lot of us start because that's all we know is how we do things. And it comes naturally to us, especially for high achievers, because, you know, which most leaders are, we have parts and protectors that want to drive the bus and, um, you know, we're controlling and we're driving and we're self-criticizing and, and all of these, those things happen when we start. But the key is that if you're learning based and you're willing to grow, you can make it past this part. And if you're not, you're, you're dead in the water there, right? You don't pass go. That's where your ceiling is hit and you're done. Uh, so that's the first way is doing it your way. The second way is doing it the organization's way. And what I mean is that, you know, you learn how to do something based on what you're taught in terms of the model and the system and models and systems are awesome. I mean, that's what we're all about. And, um, you know, so you have goals that you want to hit and this is what you're taught to do. And that's not bad, by the way. I mean, that's awesome. That gives you some some guidance, um, although you have to be careful that 
you know, you can drive that home, although it can often be at the expense of anything and everything else. So again, how you receive that and how you implement that, I think is really important. And I operated for many years kind of in that mode and it was very mechanical um, and it kind of spoke to and catered, you know, to those parts that I have driven by goals. And um, it was kind of the finite game. And, you know, the company will be successful and it will work for a while, although I think it's nearly impossible to maintain that kind of approach over time without consequences uh, personally into the business. And, you know, the way that I did it did not foster good collaboration. Um, and I think the organization's way is really good and teaches that kind of infinite game approach now. And so, you know, maybe being able to adapt with that is a little bit uh, easier. My degree is in theater. And so I tend to kind of look at everything. And I know you have a background in kind of film and entertainment too. And so I was a pretty good collaborator in that area. So I kind of think of like KW in, in the case when you're part of KW, and I know there's all different kinds of leaders and what you do on this podcast, although they're like the producer, right? And you're like the director and your executive and leadership team are your designers and your collaborators and your agents are your talent, um, you know, as well as collaborators. And they're kind of like actors. They love free food. Which, by the way, that's another lesson. Uh, you know, have food and more people will show up. Mic drop right there. And then um, the third way is to do it or lead in a way that helps you and your people and the organization collaborate. And by doing so, by default, you grow the company and you improve it over time. And that's not easy to do. So I have just really quick, a couple of quick notes of how to be a really good collaborator. One is to have a powerful vision which may start with your OP if you're a team leader, although it has to be your vision too. And then you, you attract and find others that also buy into that vision. Two is to communicate that vision clearly to others, which not we don't always do. Uh, otherwise, it's a great idea that will never be realized. Three is to partner with the right people, uh, inspired people, passionate people, people who are better than you, which we've talked about. Some people talked about that. Um, and then encourage your team to share their ideas and then you actually listen to them, which is not always easy to do as a leader, right? It's yeah. and, and work, in fact, as a team. And then and then the last would be respect and treat the vision as though it's greater than any one person person in your organization, including you as the leader, because it is. And um, there's, of course, a lot of logistical things and tactical steps that go into the practice of this. But, you know, that's the concept of it. And that's what kind of spoke to me. I love that. And I think that's very natural as a new, especially newer leaders, they think they have to take it all on their shoulders, but it's the collaboration and the cumulative of like, like, again, you want to go fast, do it yourself. You want to go far, do it with others. I love that. That is such, such key to high level leadership, hundred percent. I just want to thank you all for taking time to be here. This has been such a special hour for me. I hope all of our listeners and who's listening now on the podcast, get something out of this, you know, leadership, there's so many lessons, but it's all about transparency, authenticity, you know, stay learning based. We hope you enjoyed this hour and I just appreciate all the good all of you do out in the world. So go make a difference, guys. I want to give a special shout out to all the guests that were on the show today. I've known them all for a very long time and I care deeply about each and every one of them. So I want to congratulate them for being amazing leaders and to all the people who get to work with them. I'm sure you would agree or who know them. Uh, thank you so much for sharing this special hour with me. This episode was personally um, just recognizing 15 years in a role that honestly I thought I would do for maybe three to five 
and what a journey it's been. And I feel like I've become a different version of myself uh, through this whole experience. So I really appreciate you allowing me to share today and I'll see you at the next episode of the second half.